0: Welcome to Becoming the Best You with the Hodgson's. Please welcome your hosts, Ryan and Ellie Hodgson. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Best You with the Hodgson's. Today we're really going to talk about, a little bit about sort of almost forgetting what you think you know. And trying to work towards, we we actually call it common sense really, but we find a lot of the time people are confused and we want to try and sort of help ease a bit of confusion and help you, the listener, move forwards with your goals. So it's just Ellie and I today.
1: Hello. (laughs) So yes, so I honestly believe that this is the best kind of advice that I can give anyone if you're wanting to kind of start off, embark on really kind of reaching those goals. You really need to... Just forget what you think would work and really kind of take on board some sort of sensible advice because so many times I feel as if I've been there myself, but when you and someone else asked you right okay, if you're going to lose weight for the first time, how are we going to do it? majority of the time people seem to think that they need to kind of go crazy and go running even if they've never run. no matter what size they are, everyone automatically looks at kind of running and that could be sometimes, the worst mistake that you could be, especially if you do have weight to lose?
0: Because we find, like, obviously when you're running, there's a lot of impact traveling through the joints. So if you're a little bit, do have a little bit of extra weight. And even people don't have a lot of extra weight, if you've not done much impact at all before, and to go from doing nothing to then start and trying to run two, three, four times a week, you're going to start to put a lot of stress and pressure through your joints. So we'd always say it's important to just listen to your body. And also look at the best possible way for you to to lose that weight without you having to batter your body to a degree. And that's why we are so big about living a lifestyle. And, you know, we don't really, we don't do any form of running. We're doing a mile a day at the moment because we're getting ready for a holiday. So it's just a little challenge that we're doing, but we don't run any more than a mile a day. And we're, we're then just keeping active by tracking our steps My fitness MyFitnessPal. And that's really what we work with when we talk to clients when they first start with us. It's like, look, let's forget about, What you think you should be doing? Let's forget about what you think you you can do, and let's just focus on it. Actually, what what's realistic for you right now, and also what will still be realistic in a year, six months, whatever it is, longer down the line.
1: And even I've been feeling it when I've been running lately. I'm probably say about I don't know, maybe a stone heavier than when I used to run. And even that to me, I feel as if that extra weight is just kind of I can feel it on my joints. And the one question that I would always ask: if you don't enjoy running. Do not do it because anything that Ryan, I always promote is lifestyle and you have to really love what you do and running isn't, if you don't love it, I would say don't do it. And something that Ryan always kind of, you know, trying to educate people, a calorie is a calorie. So if you're going to burn calories through walking or Zumba or Zumba (laughs) or aqua aerobics. These are still calories that are going to make a difference to you in your in terms of weight loss. So that is kind of what how we want to you to kind of take forward is just being active, playing with your children, just getting off that sofa, and um, going out at lunchtime if you're working in the office. Hopefully, try and take a lunch break. And um, it's really important also for your mental um, stability and kind of having a break from work. But it's just really getting those calories burning.
0: And it's even like we've. Um... As I said, we've been using the Fitbits and if you're not familiar with them, you can actually put a setting on to where it like makes sure that you're active for a certain number of hours a day. I think it's normally on eight. We set it to 12. And what it does is it makes sure that you're doing 250 steps every hour, which might not sound like a lot. But so you can do that in two and a half minutes. So if we've been sat the, for example, when we're sat here recording podcasts or we're on the computer rec- replying to clients stuff, that like, it will our, our watch will buzz saying get up and do 250 steps. Now it might not seem like a lot, but over the course of the day, if you do that 20 times, you're going to be burning on a lot more calories. So it just starts to rack up. And for us, it's always about first and foremost before you complicate anything. If your goal is to lose weight, making sure that you're in a calorie deficit. And then that's the main parts with the exercise. Now, we know the number of benefits towards doing like resistance training. And we know, like, a lot of particularly women when they want to lose weight, we always hear the comment, like, I don't want to get big and bulky. And, you know, and we completely get it because a lot of the time when you look at, um, you know, if you were to search lifting weights in a gym on Google and look at photos, it will mostly be men or really, really muscular women doing photo and uh, in, in the photos but that's just because that's the look that people have the perception of however it's generally not going to be the case if you want to lose weight you'll be in a calorie deficit so your body won't have the calories to build the type of muscle that's going to make you look big and bulky
1: like if i kind of talk about my background for when i first got into resistance training i had previously always been um well before- After I was a swimmer, I was always a runner. I would always be someone who would you possibly see running the pavements around Jersey at the time, was trying to do half marathons all the time. And that was something at the point where I wasn't joining until I was getting injuries. And it wasn't until when I um, had stress fractures, I was told I needed to do more resistance-based training to kind of strengthen those muscles, um, build some bone density, which happens with resistance training. Um, And then I kind of really started seeing shape change where, I was no longer um, uncomfortable with my shoulders because I could see the tone happening to my arms. I was getting shaped to like my shoulders, to my arms where I wasn't so, sort of, didn't really have like, the loose skin anymore. My stomach was tightening um, and I had more shape to like it, it, my bum and my jeans. So like Ryan said, the resistance-based training doesn't mean that you're going to get bulky. In fact, for us females, it's very, very difficult. Take it for someone who's the last year has really tried to put on some muscle it was so difficult and I was having to eat a calorie surplus so I was eating lots of food to try and build that muscle and even then it was still very very difficult for me so as a female if you're in a calorie deficit and you start applying that resistance based training I guarantee you're going to see some great shape change and at the end of the day shape change is what we see, what we want because nobody's going to ever know what you weigh, they're going to see what you look like.
0: <laughs> Unless they turn <tenured> you <laughs> top on the scales so that's where it, for us the message is really trying to to get that balance and you know once you find something that you enjoy we would always say to try and integrate a little bit of resistance-based training into your program every single person like you know we've even had clients we've got clients that are training for triathlons and marathons and we still say you need to do some form of resistance-based training it's going to reduce your risk of injury and also it's going to make you stronger and you know like in everyday life you know uh, postural benefits and things like that so resistance training is always going to trump Cardiovascular training in terms of long term results. It's like Ellie said there, you see a lot more shape change. You know, if you lose a lot of weight quickly by doing loads of running and cardio, you might find like you'll have a lot of loose skin, you don't look very firm, and things like that. Whereas doing the resistance training in combination with the cardio is going to help you to sort of firm up and see that real shape change we often say like you want to look aesthetic because a lot of women you know you want to have like that narrower waist and you want to see your glutes look rounded and nice and tight and that's completely realistic providing you follow the right protocol with your training
1: And people might ask the question, oh, when you guys were in prep for the show, we saw you kind of doing a lot of cardio, and the only reason we were doing the cardio was purely just so we could burn those additional calories. There was no other reason for it, because we were weight training every day, and that was was our priority, because we know the benefits to our shape with the weight training. But it wasn't physically possible to spend three hours in the gym lifting weights, plus we didn't want to... Um, we have balance without how we train. So we didn't want to train um, a muscle group that we had already trained because we want to reduce the risk of injury. So the reason why we were on the bike was purely just to burn those extra calories.
0: And we always say, like, cardio is like a tool. It's not the the method. The method is making sure that you have the right balance with everything. And so we used the cardio as a tool, which meant that we could – get that body fat that little bit lower than we probably would have been able to without doing it because of the extra calories that we're burning and then when we talk about now we're going to move on sort of to talk a little bit about nutrition um we could talk all day about this we know we've done quite a few of these uh podcasts about nutrition and it's something that we find like there's so much confusion out there in the world and for us it's all about trying to break down that uh barrier to make sure that People understand that you can eat more than what you think you can.
1: In fact, th- this is something that I'm just going to talk about and share because I was chatting to um, a lady the other day who had recently given birth and she made a comment to me that she didn't want to go down the route of looking at the diet side whilst being a new mum because she found that she cut her calories really low that affected her milk supply. And that really shocked me So I was like, well you, well, you should be doing anything that's going to affect your um, milk supply, but you definitely should not be cutting your calories. And I actually did a video about it um, because it really sort of, it made me sad, but I sympathize as well because it's so confusing that people, so many women that I speak to, tend tend to be more women, tend to think that in order to lose weight, you need to cut your calories to this really ridiculously low um, amount. And I've seen like a celebrity had put on that she was eating a really stupidly low um, calorie to lose weight. And if anything, stop. Do not follow this advice because it's very unhealthy.
0: And it's often you'll look at like 90% of the clients that we have have tried something to lose weight, whether it be one of the you know the quick fixes to the diet, where the calories are really low and they've tried them and the weight does come off. You know, we won't lie and say it doesn't, and it will come off a lot quicker than the methods that we sort of preach, promote and live, but it goes back on. You know, it does go back on eventually because it's not sustainable. And it's also like for us talking to women who've got kids, we'll be like, how would you feel if your kid was gonna follow those things in 15 years time and most of the time they wouldn't be happy so for us we always say like when you when you're following it if you're struggling with diet just start with reducing your portion size slightly don't do it a lot don't do a massive drop in your your calorie intake just drop it by even if you induce your portion size by 10% try it for a few weeks see if your weight changes if it doesn't then perhaps drop it by another 5-10% just do it bit by bit if you don't want to go down the route which we promote of more tracking because you know we have a strong belief that if you if you're tracking you have a clear cut knowledge on exactly what you're consuming and you can really break it down and we help clients on some of our programs personally to to make sure that everything's accurate it makes a huge difference however we know that some people aren't don't want to track their they're, they're closed minded to it and we get it but just start by reducing your portion size first and foremost. You can still eat that pizza, but do you need to have the whole pizza or do you need to have the whole pizza with pepperoni? It's something that Ellie, <laughs> Ellie was looking the other day because we, we get a pizza on a Friday night. She was going to order a pizza and she was like, oh, it's 1,250 calories or whatever it was. So I was like, well, rather than a bit of pepperoni, why don't you get chicken and put it in on my fitness MyFitnessPal It It was like saving 150 calories, which might not seem like a lot, but if you're doing that every day, making little choices like that, There's going to be like nearly a thousand calories by the end of the week that you've reduced it by. So it's a small change, but it will make a huge difference longer term.
1: And that's why, like, awareness really is key. And sometimes people don't like the idea of tracking, and sometimes. It's I would like to ask the question why? Like, because if anything, it's just gonna promote awareness, it's gonna help educate you.
0: <laughs> I never used to like the idea of tracking, <laughs> Ellie would be like, Should you be eating that?
1: Well, it's peanut butter. I think that raised um Ryan's awareness when he eats yeah, so the peanut butter. Putting
0: that in perspective would be the peanut butter. I would um like we have every evening we have rice cakes and we have peanut butter and jam on it. And I wouldn't track it. And then I thought one day we'll just we'll just weigh what I'd put on my two rice cakes and it was like I think it was like 80 grams of peanut butter which is like six seven hundred calories and realistically now I'm putting like 30 grams which is still you know 250 300 calories but it's a massive difference and I don't miss having those extra calories it was just purely through me not not taking care to look at what what sort of portion control I was having so the, it there's a powerful lesson in just really just being aware of what you eat eating. it's never about being restrictive it's never about being harsh on yourself because if we want to go out and eat what we want we'll eat what we want but we track it and the only reason why we track it is so that then we, we're you know we've probably if you've listened to our other podcast you know we're big on journaling it means that if after a month or whenever we do like regular check-ins and look at ourselves and see what our body's changing, we can look back over the course of that month and say, well actually three days of that month, six days of that month, we were actually in a calorie surplus because we ate out or because we made these choices. And then we can actually know that's the reason why and we need to be do we need to be stricter or are we comfortable with the fact that we enjoyed that time and it was worth it.
1: And just talking about um, weight loss goals, I always ask like the question to anyone who I meet if you could lose weight really quickly, but in a case of depriving your energy levels where you'd feel rubbish, um, you would kind of resent everything that you're doing, and then you're risking the possibility that all that weight is going to come back on, or lose the weight slowly, progressively, but enjoy everything that you're doing, still enjoying socializing, still enjoying um, the meals and the foods that you love, plus the exercise isn't crazy, but the weight's gradually going to come off and the likelihood is it's never going to come back because you've done it that way. Which route would you rather take? Because Ryan and I are all about promoting um, value to everyone's life and how they are more living a fulfilled life. So if anything that you can take away from us kind of doing these podcast is just kind of to raise awareness what your current habits are and can we kind of promote a healthier, more sustainable future for you.
0: And it is literally just that. It's looking at what you're doing now and adapting it. You don't need... A new lifestyle because your new lifestyle won't last. You don't need a new diet because your new diet won't work. You don't need a new training regime because it won't last. You just need to adapt your lifestyle. So, like, I think we should be really trying to finish it off now because we know that it. We don't want to go on and on and on. We could talk all day. It's giving you a few action and actionable. Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I made a word <laughs> up. Actionable tips that you can sort of listen to and hopefully walk away with and start seeing progress now. If you do need extra help with this, drop us a private message on social media or drop us an email on ryan at hodgsonfitness.com or Ellie, spelled E-W-L-Y, at hodgsonfitness.com. And we will try and help you as best we possibly can. If we think you need a program, we'll tell you. We're not going to, but we won't push programs if you don't need it. Now, talk about we'll talk about exercise first because that's what we started on. The actual tips, what we would say, is literally just be aware. how much steps are you doing a day it's going to be as simple as that so you know there's so many phones you can get a pedometer whatever it is just track how many steps you're doing a day at the moment and then try and increase them next week that's going to be all you need to do exercise wise for the first week
1: and then with the diet side just kind of being aware of your portion sizes look at your plate or your bowl and when you're eating your meals um what color does it consist of um if it's a lot of beige which kind of encourage you to kind of add some color add some greenery and like Ryan said maybe if you possibly can track because it really does raise awareness um but really just kind of are you having a balanced diet
0: and then that that they're the two main tips that we would say to really focus on whilst you're listening to this you're just going to watch your food and increase your activity and it sounds so simple and I think sometimes we almost want to try and complicate things but it really is just like that you know we, we're now in this like we're doing like a little cut for our holiday and a lot of our clients are joining in and every week they're sending us check-in forms and they're losing like one to three pounds a week which is very good safe weight loss we're making tiny changes to them and they're like really is that it and we're like that's all you need if you've lost two pounds last week you don't need to change that much and I think then That that's literally in a nutshell what we wanted to talk about today and cover it and we hope that you've sort of found this useful and if you have, please let us know. Share this over over social media so we can try and help as many people as we can because it does need to be kept simple. You know, the more confusion we throw into the spanners, the spanners we throw into the works is going to make it so much more difficult to sustain.
1: And I, I always love this quote, and it's, I think it's actually a quote that I've got tattooed. And it's living the life that you love. So this is everything that you're doing, your lifestyle. You always need to make sure that you're enjoying it and you're loving what you do, because the last thing you want to do is spend all these years resenting, whether it's the food side, the activity side. You want to add value to your life, and you want to kind of never have to feel as if you're taking time away from. The things that you love whether it's your family friends social events okay so if anything take that away um Ryan I'm very big about promoting that and we can guarantee that we can provide you with um the plan the results and taking all this into consideration
0: it's like if you look at now when you look at the activity write down things that you enjoy that being active and then start doing a little bit more of them in your lifestyle that's it's as simple as that Okay, thanks a lot for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you next time. And
1: let us know if there's anything that you've changed from listening to this. We would love to know and hang on.
0: Yes, we love feedback. Thank you for
1: tuning in to Becoming the Best You with the Hodgson's. Be sure to go over to hodgsonhealth.com forward slash podcast for all the
0: show notes.